Welcome to Love and Justice, episode 17, the super serious Sailor Moon podcast, wherein I, Emma Fife, along with my co-hosts, Lola Binkard and Kelby Lenormand, discuss an episode of Sailor Moon Crystal in comparison to its past incarnations. I would like to take this opportunity to give a shout out to everyone who's reviewed us on iTunes, Dolls Beep, The Spider Sam, Kate7950, Don H, and 90s Junkie. You guys rock. You all rated us five stars and said super nice things about us. And we're just so grateful for your feedback. We appreciate you. Now on to actual podcast business. On this episode, we'll be talking about episode 17 of Crystal, act 17 of the manga, and episode 64 of the 90s anime. To be totally honest, the only thing this episode of the 90s anime has in common with the manga and Crystal is that there is a thunderstorm happening during it. Other than that, it shares exactly zero plot points, and though Pets is technically the main villain in both in the 90s anime, she doesn't actually do anything because she thinks anti-gravity is weird. Coattail. I'll take the left. <laughs> uh, on the way, on the way here, Sam dropped me off, so because he's doing a project at work, mm-hmm. so he has the car. But uh, we were listening dealer? to yes, <laughs> yes, he is nice. He's a uh, Sam McClellan. Dealer. Sam McClellan. He lives on Doan uh, in Berkeley. He works at Riddles of His Materials. His shifts are from nine to five. <laughs> No, anyway, he dropped me off here, but on the way here, we were listening to the latest episode of the podcast, and uh, mm-hmm. right about the part where I freak out about Will Friedel, <laughs> yes. he, he just looks at me all disgusted, and he's like, get out of the car. Oh, <laughs> because he's jealous. He's jealous that I want to touch Will Friedel. Just touch him, though. Yeah, not in an inappropriate way. Maybe <laughs> a little, but like... All in right. a professional inappropriate way <laughs> right. where it's we'd like, have to submit a lot of paperwork about it later. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. you know it's I mean? like uh, we were all talking like about... Like a company party that is never mentioned again yeah. kind exactly. of a way. We were all talking about the... Um, Fast and the Furious and if like the cast members of Fast and the Furious ever had to be taken around the park and how like if I were taking, you know, say Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, around, I would just casually be like... Oh, and for those who are listening, I'm just placing my arm, uh, my hand gently upon my arm. Transformers is this way. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hey, guys. uh, (laughs) By the time this podcast airs, we'll have just gotten back from WonderCon. Wasn't it great? Oh, Oh, man. I'm going to go ahead and say that, yes. (laughs) <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, but the actuality is we are recording this right before we go to WonderCon. Because we want to make sure that you get your content. That's how much you mean to us. Exactly. And I feel that if I just pretend really great things happened, I will actualize them into becoming a thing. Exactly. You watched that Scientology documentary oh, th- this week, no, didn't it, you? Well, and then I went down and talked to some nice people about it, and they <laughs> they sold me some lovely books. It turns out that show really just missed the mark. <laughs> what are you guys doing later? You want to come? Uh, <laughs> want to come have brunch Emma. and then go on a tour? Emma, you look stressed. You want to come take a tour? I'm good. Thanks. Kelby, Kelby. <laughs> no, I've had my fill of totalitarian style uh, architecture for the week. Thank you. Awesome. Cool. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, 
Oh my god. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah. So we care about producing content for you guys. So we are uh, going ahead and forging <clears throat> forward and recording episodes of the podcast today. Uh, this one is going to be about episode. 64 of the 90s anime and episode 17 of Sailor Moon Crystal as well as act 17 of the manga. Uh, But what we should really be calling it is Welcome to the Thunderdome! Oh, now we need to have ACD like fog machines mm-hmm. and then ACDC's uh, Thunderstruck going. Yeah. Have you guys ever played that drinking game? No, I've I heard of that. I watched though. you play that drinking game. That sounds like oh, yeah, a really risky with, game. With Kevin Allen. Yeah. And it got stuck I think on. He's the one who told me about it. Who, did it get stuck on you? Uh, no, it didn't get stuck on me. It, I, I remember someone had to uh, finish two drinks oh, yeah, next yeah, yeah, to them. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, then that person for the first part of the game like was barely getting any at all it was like thunder and then it was like immediately another person yeah, yeah. so for, for those of you who are not aware this game you play it to acdc's thunderstruck and you know it's got that really epic super long uh intro at the beginning one of the greatest guitar riffs of all time in my opinion oh without a doubt oh yeah, yeah. and so you sit in a circle one person starts drinking, and every time they say thunder, it switches to the person next to them, and they start drinking. Now, God forbid you get stuck on the really fucking long part of the guitar <laughs> solo until they say thunder again. Otherwise, yep. you finish two drinks. It's like yeah, musical it's chairs. Bad. You don't want to get stuck on the chorus. No. <laughs> that big, big dramatic thing. Yeah, yeah. I, watched, I watched someone finish their drink. Get handed their neighbor's drink, and they get handed the other neighbor's drink. Right. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it's a it's quite a game. It's oh, quite a game. Uh, also, thunder and lightning and storms is basically the only thing these two episodes have in common. Oh my as god! As well as well as pets being the like driving force bad guy behind right. all the of it. bad guy, not a- actual pets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry, that's that P-E-T-Z. <laughs> there aren't there aren't <laughs> baskets of puppies. <laughs> not the hamsters, not the hamsters. I'm just imagining like evil guinea pigs. <laughs> oh Summon the tortoises! <laughs> there, are bunny, there are bunnies everywhere. <laughs> Where did all these gerbils come from? <laughs> oh my god, they've released the cockatiels. <laughs> no! Uh, no, pets with a Z. In this episode of Sailor Moon, we get trapped in a pet smart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am talking about Pets with a Z, the eldest of the Spectre sisters. Oh my god. The one with the green hair. Who and... I refer to as White Alphaba. Oh. White Alphaba. Okay. It's a very Alphaba ish outfit. It is. I could, oh, see, yeah. I could see Alphaba rocking yeah. an outfit kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. right. I'm into it. One thing about that outfit, I will say, is that um, I appreciate that Sailor Moon Crystal enlarged the circles on her breastplate because in the 90s, they're tiny and it's like, they are they like nipples? nipples. Yeah. They're, they're like fembot nipples. They're like nipple <laughs> accessories. Uh, Austin Powers fembot yeah, nipples. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they totally are. Uh, Anyway, so basically what happens in this episode is, first of all, I would like to point out that in in this episode, which is 64, which interestingly enough, we talked about episode 71 last week on the podcast, and that was uh, episode 64 in the deep dub. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Just just some little trivia to... 
liven things up here at the beginning. Well, thank you. But basically, in the beginning of this, when they're doing their usual, this week on Sailor Moon. Oh, I know exactly what you're working on. Usagi says that girls really hate thunder and lightning. Yeah. To which I thought... You might actually be thinking of small dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, this episode is about pets. It See, it just assumes that women have the nervous constitution mm-hmm. of chihuahuas. Of chihuahuas. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they hide never, under the bed when there's thunderstorms. Yeah, they've never been to Oklahoma apparently because that like that's like a pastime. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's thundering! You better get on your porch and watch it. <laughs> oh, all you women, you must have been so nervous because everyone knows women are scared of they thunder. Hate thunder yeah, I brought out my lawn chair and a beer. It was all right. There <laughs> and an go. umbrella. She's like, fuck this thunderstorm. I, ch- I challenge this thunder to become a part of me. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, so after that weird intro, there's a scene of them all. Are they on a spaceship? Yeah, yeah, no, I think they are. Well, they were, but then all of a sudden, sometimes it's like a spaceship and sometimes they are in another dimension. Yeah. Or is the dimension inside the spaceship? Yeah, is it like Time Lord technology? Well, because to me, it looks like a weird dimensional vortex with some mirrors. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's from the same interior designer who designed Jedi and Nephrite's uh, spooky studio. Oh, with okay. the slab of rock and the the one table with the fair frame enough. On it. Absolutely, well, there were um like stools that looked like they would be in a dressing room, but mm-hmm. were just giant diamonds. Okay, so same yep. same interior designer, then. same interior designer, faux show. Anyway, uh, yeah, so they're on their spaceship? Question mark <laughs> and. All the girls are sitting around putting on makeup. Is this all they do? Slathering different makeup. Yeah, but then in this scene, I can't remember. I think it was like Calaveras gets like real freaking close to Bertier. Because bear in mind, we have backtracked. So right, at this point, Coan, Coan and Bertier are still bad guys yeah. at this point. They haven't, you know, gone on to their future yeah. lives as Mary Kay well, consultants. They, <laughs> they do this weird thing where it starts with them um, just discussing the items they're putting on their faces. Yeah, they're yeah. like, I'm I'm putting this thing on. Oh, I'm doing this. And then someone says something kind of catty. And mm-hmm. someone says something cattier. And then they just start like yelling at each other while still putting on makeup. And then... The two confront each other, but it does not look like a confrontation. No, she gets like super up close and it's like your lipstick. No, 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 no. literally, I thought they were gonna make out. I thought they were gonna make yeah. out. Yeah, oh, lesbian incest. Yeah, <laughs> that's mean, all that was. I, it could Ooh. happen. Yeah. yeah, totally. And then, like, I wrote down why is Calaveras so mean to Koan? I don't, I don't know. She must have done something terrible. <laughs> Bear in mind, we've said this before. Like, the entire '90s anime is about these four sisters who are just so mean to each other. each other. They're so mean to they each are. other. It's like everybody just assumes that a woman's natural state is yelling at other mm-hmm. women, mm-hmm. and that's how you know things are like a normal day. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then Ginger Guile shows up, right. and like, but he like, a- he like. Swooshes out yes. through a mirror. He just goes zoom, sup, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> Stop but, arguing about you makeup. Guys, you guys noticed I was in the mirror a minute ago. Now I'm here. What's up? Yeah, but he also like yells at them yeah. for like being obsessed. He's like, with now fashion. is not the time to talk about fashionable things. Blah, blah. 
Yeah, so we gotta get down to business and go capture rabbit and, and pets is, and the Huns. Yeah, defeat the Huns. <laughs> you said let's get down to business. That's the only that's the natural progression. It's uh, true. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Rubius actually bursts out into song. Yes. <laughs> well, he's auditioning for that live action. Let's get yeah. Down to business. Which side? Quick side note: We're not going to discuss it. I just need to say it out loud into the universe. We're getting a live action Mulan. I'm so goddamn I'm excited. excited about that, dude. Do you know Holy what happened? Shit. So precious baby Yoshi that I've mentioned before, mm-hmm. people online are like fan casting him as Shang. Yes, and I'm like, oh my Hell god, yeah. my precious baby. What if they do cast He's him as Shang? Be a star. Oh, He'd be so good. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, Ruby is like, is like, guys, we gotta, we gotta stop putting on makeup and like actually do something. <laughs> and Pets is like. I got this. I'm gonna make a thunderstorm. Mm-hmm. Like literally, that is basically what she yeah. says. And she just zips on out. And she, well, what she says is she's like, I have got the perfect droid for this. And she conjures oh Furaiki, who is like a demon Pikachu, like drumline ex-wife, some, like drowned looking, and like, Ziggy Stardust yeah. lightning on her face. <laughs> she looks like uh, the misfits from Gem and the Holograms yes. got to design a droid. Yes, yeah. and. Her, um, I lost my mind because her drumsticks have, they're the synth drumsticks. Yes, they which, are. Which, um, oh, used to, yeah. um, I, me, being just a couple of years older than you guys, I knew, like, <laughs> older friends when I was, like, a little one who mm-hmm. had this gadget that was a Walkman that yeah. clipped on, oh. and it had wires yes. that connected to drumsticks, and when you moved them, oh. they made, um, Casio keyboard drum sounds, and that's what this monster I know does. What that is. Yeah. This monster has these like Walkman connected Casio the des- drumsticks. The design of this this Yoma is mm. is on level with like pretty guardian what the fuckery. I could as yeah, far as I monsters agree. are no, Is I, she a unicorn as well? Yeah, what is the thing? I don't, her head? Isn't I don't it antenna? know. I don't know. She and she like at first you think she's like a Pokemon and she yeah. can only say her name. Yeah. But then she just like starts occasionally shouting out other nonsense words. Well, that it's, sound- ry- it's rhythm. She's shouting out rhythms. Oh. But if you have a drum permanently attached why to your gut, you shout out why would you shout out drum? Just drum it. Yeah. And if you're wearing a drum, why do you have synth drumsticks? <laughs> that too. <laughs> You have an actual drum. You can oh. go. You can go. MTV's unplugged on this. Yeah, guys. <laughs> you have a drum. No one thought this through. Yoma is really problematic. <laughs> um, anyway, so then cut to the storm is happening, and Usagi is like freaking out about how she hates the water coming out of the sky. Though she like has this moment where she's like, "I'm gonna go out in the rain," and she says something to the effect of, "She isn't she a." A pretty weddy. That was what they yeah. translated it what does as. That I don't mean. I don't know. And she says, I made a, a pun and I I don't I was think like, that's I don't think that's a pun. And Emma and I both made the same <laughs> face, which no one can see, but when something like this <laughs> Which is Lola's <laughs> usual like appalled walrus face. Yes. Yeah. It is. It's um, the appalrus face. But basically <laughs> the appalrus. <laughs> oh man. That's a trademark. I love it. Appalrus. <laughs> Hashtag Apollos. Hashtag Apollos. Oh <laughs> this is already like my favorite episode oh my ever. God, that's please, so great. Please take your Apollos photos <laughs> while watching this episode and hashtag them Love and Justice Tweet and also Apollos. <laughs> Tweet at LNJ Pod. Hashtag Apollos. Um, oh my God. So, uh, 
So basically, Usagi gets home and she's like, Mom, where are you? Luna's like, she went out with her friend. She's not home yet. P.S. Chibiusa is still at the Y for swim lessons. <laughs> you need to go. <laughs> the Y for swim lessons. Well, that's what she says. She says she's at her swim class. So it must the be the Y. y. The Japanese equivalent the Japanese of the Y. The Japanese equivalent of the Y. Yeah, where else it. do you take swim lessons? Yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> it's either a country club or the Y. Like, <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> so uh, basically, Usagi is like, I can't go out there. I'm terrified of the rain. But eventually she's like, yeah. all right, I got to go. She's terrified of thunder and lightning and rain. But she's been working with Sailor Jupiter yeah. for many, many weeks. Who literally yeah. conjures Who- up lightning. And we've <laughs> never seen her be scared of that nope. happening. Not ever. Nope. Well, I mean... You, you trust the thunder and lightning that you know. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's a fear yeah, of the unknown. Is, yeah, this is like nature, and that's like made by another girl. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. All right, moving on. Uh, so then they cut to like Chibiusa at her swim class, and basically a bunch of the kids are still there because mm-hmm. the rain, it's like LA with the rain. Like, yeah, just nobody knows how to dry. And the teacher apparently just went yeah, home. She, pee- she peaced out. Why were all those children huh. by themselves? Uh, well, little, uh, little like <laughs> seven year old kids. Guess your parents aren't here, but uh, I gotta get home and pick up my boyfriend from work, so best of luck. Lock up when you go. <laughs> this is one of those instances, though, where they've animated Chibiusa and all the kids that she's with super, super young. This is one of those yeah. instances they where she like looks like they're like three. three. The, and and yeah. one and that one little girl like freaks out because her mom hasn't picked her up. I yet. know. And then her mom is the first one to show up. Uh, yeah, like and come then, on. And again, her mom walks in, sees three unsupervised <laughs> yeah. children in the dark in a thunderstorm, and goes, "Come on, honey, let's go." Yeah, we're going home. Bye. What? Bye. Is, <laughs> what is wrong with the adults in this town? <laughs> well, and then that one boy's dad picks him up. Yeah. And he's like, "Hey." You're going to be late for cram school. How old are these children? I know. How, how early are you bringing it? your kid to cram school how at early? at night? Also, also, how early do they start cram school he, in Japan? He's like, what are they going to cram him on? His shapes? <laughs> His colors? His color? Like, the sounds that cows and horses make? <laughs> yeah, like what is there to cram? He's five. Uh, and he comes to pick him up in what looks like a, a pedo van. It was like a purple <laughs> stretch van that as he drove away, you could clearly see said Suzuki Sport on it. I so had, some product place. So it's a sports fan? It's a Suzuki sports fan. I interpreted that as like he was a rich kid. But I thought for sure, because it was this In big the glamorous sports fan. <laughs> it looked but it was like a stretch sports van. Every haven't you been to Beverly Hills lately? Everyone is driving purple Suzuki sports. <laughs> I, I think it's because I'd been watching Cardcaptor Sakura and there was the scene with Tomoyo and all of her bodyguards. So I just expected it to be like his bodyguards. Wait, or quick question. Where are you watching it on? Crunchyroll. <gasps> Finally. It's all on there. Guys. So good. Because like when I first started watching Crunchyroll and I searched, they didn't have it. But now they have it. They I'm sure so do. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Yep. I know what um, I'm doing. Yep. Oh, and I, I, I will say that um, this scene, um, re- I, I don't normally feel for Chibiusa in the 90s. I know. This I really was had so feelings bad. about I this. Had, I actually had like primal flashbacks to times when um, I was in a carpool mm-hmm. and um, my dad would forget 
to come. It didn't happen often. Yes. But he would no. flake out and not come get me. It was like 20 minutes yeah. away. But yeah. like watching um, all the kids leave and just sitting outside the school was horrifying i felt i felt that no i i really really felt bad for her in this scene uh and and then there was that weird scene so all the kids are gone at this point and chibius is just sitting on the step by herself and she sees like another like dad and son or mom and son like walk by her in the rain and it was really it was very sad except for that the mom was like Oh, it's raining outside. I'll buy you a tadpole. What does that have to do with the rain? Yeah, how do they relate? I don't... I don't know. Yeah. But then she's like, oh, we'll get home and I'll make curry. And that little girl's like, again? It's I like, know. shut up. You shut should up, be happy kid. that you have a mom who makes curry. But I did. But then, like, during all of this, Chibiusa, like, also has a flashback to being with her parents yeah. in the 30th century. And, like, I got a little teary, I have to say. Yeah. No, Aww. it was an emotional moment. And then she started crying obnoxiously mm-hmm. and I got over it really mm-hmm. quick. Uh, yeah. See, every time I start to feel for '90s Chibiusa, she does one of the baby things. Yeah. I know, or I know. the one of the mean things, or one of the baby things they assign to her, and I'm like, ugh. Yeah, I did like that ugh. Usagi like faced her fear to go get her. Yeah, that was really I re- big. Of her. I really liked that a lot. Uh, and then I, I loved the like scene where she called Shingo, which, by the way, they have those green payphones still in Tokyo, yeah, at least do. the last time I was there. Oh. Um, and uh, and she calls home, and Shingo's playing the Sailor Moon game, which is clearly like a Sega Genesis game. Oh, yeah. Also, he looks much older. Yeah. He looks so much older in the 90s anime than he does in um, Crystal and in the manga, where he's like so cute and little. Yeah. yeah. And this one, he looks like a in shitty the, like, preteen. Yeah. In the first season of the of, of the 90s, he looks like a little, he looks like a little younger. But I guess that's kind of yeah. how, I guess that's kind of how boys are when they go through puberty, though, is you see mm. them and they're like a little boy and then like a year later you stop by their they're house like and there's this, there's this tiny giraffe Man, he's yeah. like, hey, it's me. And you're like, ah. <laughs> There's I guess nothing that's pretty about boy puberty. No. no. <laughs> like, I think the best, the, the show that really, really summed up boy puberty perfectly was King of the Hill. Oh, yeah. When um the neighbor boy, Joseph, Joseph went through puberty and just like shot up overnight and, and had a horror, that oh, that horrible mustache. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yeah, Shingo is definitely like awkward preteen. And um, so mean. Like he won't, he won't go answer that phone. No. Like it's raining really bad. You're home alone. Like, no one that, else is there. Could, your parents could, could be dead. That could be your mom needing to there get a hold of you. There could have been a car accident. Yeah. And yep. he's like, I don't want to answer the phone. Meh. He does, and he's like, no, Chibiusa's not here. Bye. <laughs> That's literally <laughs> such a shit. That is the extent of their conversation. And then Usagi hangs up the phone, but before she does, she has, like, this weird ghost vision of Chibiusa, like, over the receiver. And then the ghost vision, like, gets sucked into the phone. <laughs> yeah, so I weird. don't know what that was about. <laughs> That's I don't a weird know. Directorial choice. I did really like the moment right after that, though, where she and Mamoru ran into each other. Uh, and I became is, very though, confused because they're not together. Yeah. So I thought it was going to be very, very sweet, and they were like, "Ugh!" And I was like, "Wait, you, what's going on?" Can, they, me, can you like shed some light on why they broke up? I don't remember why. I just remember that they did, and it yeah. happened. It's the episode after the Koan incident. Right. 
So I don't know why they broke up. I feel like he... I know he says something to the effect of like, I don't want to be with a weak-hearted woman. Like, it's really bad. Right, so but I, but is it, a, is it an incident where it's like, I'm trying to protect you? I think it... Um, yeah, I think it is. Maybe it's because he's having all those weird, like, future flashes. Visions, yeah. And, and so he's like, like if we're not together, this won't happen. Oh yeah. Oh, that's I feel very like possible. I feel like that's it. But I might be giving the series <laughs> way more credit. Like he's trying to prevent. Uh, yeah. The future. And so yeah. The, well, he's trying to prevent them from fucking up the future. Yeah. Basically, I I feel like that's it. All right. <clears throat> but I might be making it up to make it make God, more sense than it's I just, actually did. It's so cute until he yells at her. Yeah. So mean. Yeah, and he's like, "You need to stop it." I but know. he was into it too. He yeah. was so into he it. He was into it. Too. I had yeah. forgotten that they broke up, so I was like, oh, they're oh, in the ring, and they're, they're going to team out. up. And but then he's like, no, quit it. We're not together anymore. And it's like, oh. They do team up, though, to go they find do. Shibiusa. And, uh, and Makoto and Ami are sitting in a cafe, and they see them <laughs> running through the rain. Yeah. But here's my thing. How did they know that the girl running through the rain with Mamoru was Usagi? She was wearing a raincoat and a hat. with a hood. Oh, it's a hood. Yeah, you can't yeah. see the buns and on her. And her back is to them. Yeah, and her back is to them. Well, they should have been like, ah, Mamoru has got another girl, WTF. Or at least be like, hey, is that Usagi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. but they were like, oh, there they are. They're, They're so are. cute. Yep. You know what I find really funny about this scene is that, so <laughs> Makoto and Ami are hanging out. And yeah. then Minako and Ray come in. And, they're, and everybody's reaction to each other, I feel, has the subtext of like, no, we're not on a date. Yes. No, neither no. are we. Neither are we. <laughs> I totally agree. Particularly um, Ray and Minako. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, like they were holding hands and the hands just like dropped. No. in this booth. <laughs> yeah, so Ray and Minaka are like, oh, we ran in. That's what we ran into each other. We came out, we came in here to get dry. And then, Ma but Makoto and Ami are also like, yeah, us too. <laughs> we, we also have we alibis. We also like ran into each other and just decided to come in here to get out of the rain. We also have excuses. I mean, reasons. I mean, I mean shut we're, up. We're not on a date. Also, can we talk about Ray's shorts? Oh, I know. <laughs> they are pretty spectacular. I actually kind of loved Ray's outfit. I loved it. She yeah. had like this kind of off the shoulder, like sort of oversized right. red shirt. And then these amazing tiny high-waisted shorts. They were It cute. was very in. It was, it was very was in. So but Speaking of outfits though, like Mamaru's walking around in a salmon colored <laughs> short sleeve shirt with like an umbrella. I'm like, if you're, if you're smart enough <laughs> to bring the umbrella, because you know it's raining, I know. why aren't you wearing a coat? He yeah. He looked like Dwight Schrute. <laughs> he did look like, he did Dwight, look like Dwight Schrute. Schrute. <laughs> he was very softer side of Sears. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, so they all are like, oh, it must be destined for us to they, be friends since we all ended up at the same place. Yep, just friends. Totally, totally just friends. We're not just on a date. Just friends. Because this is not a date. Not friends that hug each other and, and, and stay and over out and make out. Nope, just nope. who wants? Just regular friends. <laughs> what? It's French fries. <laughs> Lesbians, what? I said French fries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, the pie. Oh, look, the pie. <laughs> <laughs> so then Chibiusa is out all by herself in the rain and she's yeah and she like Kelby said she like starts crying and she grabs the key that's around her neck mm -hmm. and she's like I just want to go home and she like talks to Sailor Pluto but we don't know it's Sailor Pluto right right Through hey I had a question yeah 
did um <clears throat> in the source material mm-hmm. did Sailor Pluto know that we traveled through time? She knew that Chip. She didn't know that Chibiusa did. I mean, it's. Uh, I feel like, and I, it's been a while since I've read the manga, yeah. and obviously, um, for the episode that's coming out this coming Saturday, I will read the manga yeah. before I see the episode. I feel like she knows, but she didn't like give her her blessing to go. Yeah, because because uh, because uh, I'm completely basing uh, this off of the musical. Petita trying Right, to where she definitely didn't know. Yeah, so that's why I was confused. I was like, I thought you didn't know that she was here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just wondering. <clears throat> um, but anyway, so she has a conversation with pixelated Sailor Pluto in the eyes of Luna P. <laughs> so pixelated. <laughs> really pixelated. It is It is like the 8-bittiest of 8-bit <laughs> video games. Uh, and she's like, no, you can't come home yet. And she's like, screw it, I'm going to go home. And she grabs the key around her neck and she and starts crying. And has a crying. tantrum. And basically creates an anti-gravity sphere in yeah. her general vicinity, which makes all of the girls in the cafe go flying up into the air. And it gets Poseidon <laughs> Adventure and up in that shit. Doesn't Ray end up underneath <laughs> Minako's yep. yep, she sure And does. Minako's reaction is no peeking. Actually, what she said, they didn't translate it correctly. Okay. She, called, she called her a pervert. No! Oh. <laughs> Now, what is the word for pervert? Itchy. 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 Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, she calls her a pervert. Yeah. Uh, but I did also think it was funny, this is going back to Ray's shorts, which this whole episode is apparently about, uh, that Ray was acting as if she were wearing a skirt. Yeah, she, she, she does her shorts She says, down. don't look. And, and she like, covers her crotch. Girl, yeah. you have shorts on. You're it's fine. Like, you, do know that, you do know that when you wear <laughs> pants or shorts, like your crotch shape. <laughs> yeah is kind of visible no matter what. Right. Like a skirt, it's yep. not going to hug like your leg areas. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like it's not revealing anything that yeah. normal shorts wouldn't. I just like to think that Minako was like, this is the part where I act appalled that you're under my skirt. That was how I felt about it. Because we're in front of other people. Yeah. However, if we were alone, it's, we'd be getting it on zero <laughs> style. It's like the scene in Mean Girls when she walks into the bathroom and Gretchen is making out with a boy and she pushes the boy away and then looks at him and then slaps him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's good. exactly That's, that's exactly yeah, it. That's the, totally butter, the buttered muffin guy yeah. and she are in the bathroom. And she's like, uh, oh, uh, I mean, Ah, slap! <laughs> so good. Um, but because there's all this commotion and energy and anti-gravity hoo-ha going on. She sets up that, like, beacon. Yeah, exactly. She Ma- sends that beacon. Someone should buy Chibiusa a sweatband or a hat. Oh, Would that keep what? the beacon because in? she... When she oh, yells, yeah, the it comes out of yeah, out it, of her, her crescent moon on her head. Yeah. So maybe she should just wear like a visor of some sort. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Bandana. A, a bandaid worked for Luna. It Let's did. just put a bandaid on Chibiusa. That's true. Yeah, Chibiusa. Kids are clumsy. Yeah, totally. She could just look like a tough kind of kid with a bandaid yeah. on her head. I mean, I could smack her around a few times <laughs> to justify the bandaid if I needed to. <laughs> Uh, I'll I'll do that. <laughs> You'd have to travel back to 1995. <laughs> I can find a way. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so then uh, Usagi shows up because she sees the light energy <laughs> beaming out of Chibiusa's right. forehead. But who else shows up? Who else shows up? That weird ass monster weird thing. Droid, that weird droid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just I still don't understand. I it. don't understand. Uh, 
This is a thing that I've noticed in a few episodes of Sailor Moon R so far that a lot of them, the other girls don't transform. Yeah. yeah. Like just Usagi transforms. Like we're never, we're never Nobody else thinks fully assembled. Yeah. It's weird. No. Yeah. It's very strange. Um, yes. Uh, so is, only, only Usagi transforms into Sailor Moon. Is this the part where they reference all the things that have been happening that day? And they say lightning, rain, thunder, yep. and earthquakes. And earthquakes. There uh, were no earthquakes. I, I missed no. the earthquake. I didn't. The earth did not quake. Do you think that they kept them from being a fully assembled mm-hmm. team in this season to make up for the fact that they weren't kidnapping anybody? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, I can't because explain. we unnecessarily deviate from the source material so much, and I I don't get it. I have no explanation. Uh, I mean, at least with the first season, we were kind of giving Nako Takuchi a chance to like yeah. lay down some groundwork, yeah, and that's yeah. where all the fillers came from. Yeah, but this but this is completely unnecessary. I, I feel like it is too, and also this storyline because they had the all filler storyline with Alan on mm-hmm. like there's not really that much filler in the in the black moon exactly arc, but we, like relatively speaking but we feel like and we yet need to they, change everything. they somehow yeah no that that I will never understand they make episodes that are not filler episodes feel yes. like filler episodes and that's exactly is, what happens. I think they really missed an opportunity with this where it's like we already have this whole storyline let's, you know, add some filler episodes, but they could have been some real nice chances for character development, yeah. but let's not change the main story. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, let's have an episode in between when Ray gets abducted and when Ami gets abducted. But that's not what they did, because mm-hmm. nobody gets abducted. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so, so they're, fighting the, they're fighting the weird droid that apparently was also causing earthquakes that we totally missed. The Pikachu droid. The Pikachu droid. Uh, <laughs> and, I mean, it is a Pikachu. It like, says... It's, Thunder it and lightning. says Pikachu. <laughs> it says it with a B and not a P, but they're one of the the rhythms that she beats is she says Pikachu. Yeah. I believe it. I I missed it because I was so distracted by the number of roses that Tuxedo Mask had. Oh my God, he's rose holding them between his fingers like shuriken. Literally, I'm pretty sure. Is that the name of that weapon? Yeah, shuriken. Yeah, he's yeah. holding them between his fingers like Akashi from Naruto when he's oh. holding up all the shuriken. Yep. But is they're the, roses. Isn't the thorn part where his hand is? Yeah. yeah. Like the blossoms are facing out. Like those are going to do That's some gonna- damage. Did he de- did he dethorn them so he could hold yes. them between his hands? I'm pretty sure his power is unlimited roses. I agree with that. And he's, he starts off his speech by stating... Something that is a fun fact that no one else knew. He says, a drum is a musical instrument. <laughs> no way. What? I'm wow. thoroughly enlightened up. now. And then he says a bunch of other bullshit. Yeah. But he yeah. starts it off with, he's not like, you who use a drum is blah, blah. He just mm-hmm. says, a drum is a musical instrument. And then there's like, a beat. It's true. There's no like metaphor involved. No. no. And then he just. Throws all his roses. There's a whole bunch. He throws so many roses. So <laughs> many oh, roses. Oh and many. somehow the droid gets beaten with roses and Moon Princess Halation. Yeah. Uh, and then Pets is also there. Like she witnesses all of this. And she's like just on the outside of the anti gravity situation. And she's like, nah, I don't want to go in there. She just, Bye. just yeah, literally, yeah. She literally is like, I don't want to do battle in that strange space. And just goes. I'm out. She just leaves. And you know what? I kind of. 
I think it would have been awesome if they were going to deviate from the manga and add like mm-hmm. filler things. I think it would be cool if this was like a weird power that Chibiusa, like if Chibiusa could like tweak this to like be useful. To be useful. Like, I agree. so in a fight, she's like, well, I don't know what my powers are yet, but I know how to turn gravity off for a yeah. second. So like uh, yeah. a Yoma could be about to attack and then like gravity would turn off and it would be like, whoa. whoa. And then they could kill it. But no, of course, it's mm-hmm. just nope. Yep. Because we don't know where we're going yeah. or what we're doing. No. Yeah. I mean, and, and so she does. Like, she manages to reverse the gravity. She's like, oh, I should probably cut that out. And then Usagi tries to, like, talk to her about her future and where she came from. Like, what's your and, deal, bro? Yeah, yeah. Like, and she actually was really nice and, like, was trying to reason yeah. with her. Usagi's pretty mature in the second half of this episode. She was True. pretty, yeah, besides her like freak out about the thunder and lightning in the beginning she did and then really she well. like overcame that fear and went out anyway, so. She did pretty great. Yeah, this was a pretty good episode but for Mama, Usagi. But Mama, Mama is so Ru. mean. Oh my god. So grade basically, a dick. She, she's being really sweet and to her. And not in the good way, not the no. good grade A Not a good D. Like, like a, <laughs> a bad D. Yeah. <laughs> a behavioral D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> I felt like that was important to establish. He is being he is being a behavioral D. Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be my new hip hop name. D. Behavioral D. I'm gonna record under the name Behavioral. Are you D. <laughs> MC Behavioral D? D. Yep. Basically, wow. he like tells her off and is like, "Listen, sometimes people don't want to share. Oh their yeah, feelings yeah, everybody's, their lives. yeah, because everybody's like, he, you need to tell us what's going on. Like, what is the deal? How did you do? Like, what's blah 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 blah? Like all the scouts. Let us help you. Let us help you. And he's like, hey, maybe you shouldn't want to talk yeah, about it. He then. says it like someone who is cheating on his wife. <laughs> he does. Hey, back up! Some people got stuff they don't want their wives to know about. <laughs> you know, like I go out sometimes. I don't want anyone, anyone to know where I am. Leave that. Mm-hmm. Kid alone, because secrets. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, when a five-year-old uh, <laughs> is obviously getting chased by mysterious bad guys, bad guys mm-hmm. you should just leave them alone, yeah, leave and, alone. and ignore them. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> They're, they'll probably be fine. <laughs> like, uh, like, I feel like he regressed into season one dick mamo you know what i mean yeah he did like instantly yeah like yeah. we were having a good time the, the everything rain thing was, was nice mm-hmm. right and, and then, then and then bam we're, we're back yeah. in bam. season one douchebag yeah. also, also when he is like comforting her and protecting her right to have a secret uh, when he's comforting chibiusa yeah. and saying, hey she can have a secret <laughs> the way he is standing he just straight up looks like Dracula. Yeah, yes, he he's gonna he dress like a little the cape around. He does, and he's like behind her, so it's like he's gonna bite her neck. Dracula, yeah, yeah. straight up Dracula. He looks more like a Dracula in this than he does in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon or in or Sailor in Moon Crystal. Crystal, where he has an actual Dracula medallion. Yeah, yeah, yes. but he's like looming over. <laughs> Like the way this show pits Usagi, or the the '90s anime mm, specifically, yeah. the way it pits Usagi and Chibiusa against each other is so stupid. And, it really and this is. this is a prime it's, example of it, though. Where, no, it totally where is. he's like, "You're safe with me, babe." Man, it's like it's uncomfortable, it but is. it's also like it's pointless. It's totally pointless and, and gross. It, yeah, yeah. Well, and I mean, you know, it's in very stark contrast to the episode of Sailor Moon Crystal that we're talking about, episode 17, where it starts off with Usagi, like, being distraught about her lost friends. She's in her bedroom. And then uh, the Luna P-ball rolls in and yeah. is like, don't cry, lady. 
<laughs> don't cry. And then Chibiusa shows up with a little tuxedo mask doll. Oh, I know. And, and it's like, you can really borrow sweet. this. Yeah, it's like, you're sad. This helps me feel right. better. And, yeah, and Usagi gets mad at her. because She's like, where did you get this? Oh, you and Mamoru are like BFFs now? Yeah, and but like, that's, that's, that's a different feeling. Yes. That's a way different feeling. Way different feeling. Because immediately after that, she's like, oh, wait a second. I think she was legitimately trying to cheer me up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Whereas in in the 90s counterpart episode, it's yeah. just like, come here, little girl. My uh, like, it's gross. And Usagi's uh, like, you're trying to steal my, my man. man. <laughs> that's a child, so no. So no. Also, also that's her ew. dad. Yeah. And also, yeah. ew. 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 Just all around. Ew. Ew. The worst. <laughs> uh, yeah. But anyway, uh, so then in Sailor Moon Crystal, it's like the next day and Usagi goes to meet up with everybody at the arcade. Now, there was a scene in the manga that was, it was, it wasn't cut. It was just like a line in the manga where like Usagi first shows up at the arcade and Mamoru's like, hey, he's he's like sitting there, but there's nobody else there. It's like just yeah. the two of them. And he's like, sup, babe? Like, <laughs> it's weird that nobody's here, but like, this is a really rare opportunity. Oh, you brought Shibuya with you. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to tell you that I thought you looked real good. And it, oh, hey. Uh, hey. So my, so my parents aren't home because I'm an orphan. I thought maybe I'd come over <laughs> later. And, uh, homework. Homework. Dude, we do homework. Homework like adults. There's a child in here. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and then they go. So then, yeah, have followed uh, Usagi yeah. to the arcade. And then there's this great scene of them in the arcade. It was in a different order in uh, the manga, but it was all it was all the same things. It just happened in a different sequence. Yeah. Like in the manga, it starts with the crane game stuff and they get the Sailor V dolls right away. In this, it starts with uh, Chibiusa playing the Sailor V game. Mm-hmm. And uh, Minako is like out in the street and runs into the other girls and is like, uh, someone's playing the Sailor V game. We got to so go. Every yeah. time someone gets a high score on the Sailor V game, they all get an alert. Yeah, they get, yeah. Like a, they get an alert of like, uh oh, because it, it could it could be a bad guy. Yeah. You know, trying, trying, to, get trying to open it up. Could have been like evil Endymion. Yeah. I feel like they should have picked their game to get into their headquarters should have been like a game no one wants to yeah, play. Yeah, really boring game. Like in the corner, it's like. Bible quest. <laughs> something, yeah, something stupid. I, that's, I don't know if that's a real game. I just assume I'm there sure, is one. I'm sure it is because the Christians are really big on like uh, trying to reach the youth. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I feel whatever like whatever the kids are into these days. Whatever the game yep. in the corner is that no one would play. That should have been their headquarters. They game. probably um, probably should have thought about that. But uh, also the fact that they show up and the person who's really good at this game is Chibiusa leads me to believe that Usagi. Being Usagi, no matter what century she's in, mm-hmm. in the future has, has, that game has like just a she's just got like a stand-up version of Sailor V in every room of that palace. I think so. She's like, I all agree. right, delegates from various parts of the world, <laughs> like, gotta take a breather. Someone beat my high score during the ambassador's ball last night. All right, back to Queen stuff. I totally agree with that. But it's definitely a scene to illustrate how much they're They're alike. alike. Yes. And Mm -hmm. how cute are those Sailor Venus dolls? I want one. (laughs) I, I I feel like animes... Do this where like all the food is super delicious looking, all the toys and are all really the toys are super looking. super yeah. cute. Yeah, I no, I agree. 
No, it was a great scene because it, it's like you said, it like it really demonstrated like how similar the two mm-hmm. of them are. We're it, yeah, we're seeing them be alike and we're seeing mm-hmm. them get along and learning to like each other mm-hmm. without realizing they're learning yeah, to like each totally. other. Totally. Uh and I loved how at the end of the scene, Mamaru was like, Okay, let's go somewhere else, Chibiusa. They got work to do. I was yeah. like, Mamaru is such a good dad. He's such a dad. <laughs> Mom has to save the world. Let's go stay busy. Yeah, yeah. it was cute. Again, it was so cute. it's just really nice. Oh, we talk about this like over and over again, but having a male mm-hmm. character who looks at the business of saving the world and goes, all right, we got to get out of mom's hair because yeah. she's got to save the world. So I'm going to yeah. go take care of our child yep. so you can do the thing that you're the best at. He's Mr. Mom. He's not He's like, let me take care of this for you. He's like, oh, you got your thing. I'll go. Yeah. And I'll take the kid. Yeah. So nice. It is. It's really nice. And then there's the scene of them in their secret underground base. And they're like, we got to figure out where our friends are. I don't know what's going on. We also establish at this point that like Sailor Jupiter is sick. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's, she's got, like, got a cold. cold. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they're back at, this is with Chibiusa back at uh, Usagi's house. <laughs> Usagi's parents they're adorable. are so freaking cute. They're serving mm-hmm. each other tea. <laughs> And oh, I thought it was Saki. Oh, it is. No, you're totally right. It totally okay, is Saki. Yeah, because it was in the little, yeah. the little tiny. They're just like bowl. having like grown well, I, up like drinks and love. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. I, I thought feel, it was food. I, I like, like it better than it's alcohol. I feel like that was an incident of like, hey, babe, how are, yeah, you like that suck. Hey, Chibi Usa. Chibi Usa. Uh, where did you get home? <laughs> That's this whole episode. <laughs> so then, because they're, you know, having grown-up times, uh, Chibiusa gets sad and, like, goes outside. It's starting to rain at this point, so she conjures herself an umbrella from Luna mm-hmm. P. And all these doves Pig- fly pigeons. out of it. <laughs> yeah, pigeons. And uh, the little girl, like, sees them and is like, Mom, that girl just made pigeons come out of an umbrella. And she's like, that's great, honey. That's nice, dear. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> And um, Mamo sees it. Yeah, he does. And he, like, comes over to her and touches her and, of course, has another Future vision. vision. Another future, yeah. It's, 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 like, Terminator 2. Totally. Yeah. It's Linda Hamilton at the playground. Oh, that mm-hmm. scene really freaks me out. And looking at, and she's, look, at the fence. Like, that, yeah. he's, like, that's what it every is. time he's, like, what? I just keep seeing this, like, playground in L.A. blowing yeah. up. Equivalent. Right. It, Yeah. Uh, yeah, basically. Uh, so then we are back with the Black Moon Clan. And it, bear in mind, in the 90s anime, we haven't actually met Prince Demond or Esmeralda or Saphir. Mm-hmm. We only have the Spectre Sisters and Rubius. Who and, are in a UFO. And, yeah. wi- and we see Wise Man. Like, Wise Man's yeah. around. Yeah. Uh, but here, they're just, like, all hanging out. Prince Demond is like, I'm just going to swirl this wine. I'm not going to drink it. He's got, like, some serious, like, Cersei Lannister. Goblet. He's got style, you know? He's doing some wine work. Yeah. It's like drunk Cersei in the Blackwater episode. Yes. Uh, And then he's talking about like smashing eternity to pieces, which to me was like, is he he been watching too much Revolutionary Girl Lucha? Like, I'm not really sure what's going on. And then uh, Rubius shows up and is like, listen, I still got more bitches that want to fight shit. (laughs) So Pets is like, yeah, I'm the oldest. Let me avenge my sister. I'm going to go get revenge. Yeah. Because she loves her sisters. Because unlike the 90s version <laughs> yeah. where they're all at each other's throats all the time, they 
are as much about getting revenge for their sisters mm-hmm. as they are about following orders in mm-hmm. them. Yes. So then they're back to the good guys on Earth. We're at the cafe. Yeah, yeah. The Fruits Crown Parlor. Uh, and I, I feel like this is... Uh, the Crystal actually makes a point of like people noticing that the Luna pee ball looks like Luna. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't outright say it. Yeah. But there's always a moment where somebody's like, "That what? Yeah. Why does because well, because like at the cafe Luna's yeah. looking at it yeah. uh, at the table she's like mm. well because she noticed it in the last episode right. when uh, Mamaru was cheering Chibiusa up with the little um, tuxedo mask yeah, doll yeah. and and she's like this is Luna P and Luna's like Luna, Luna P yeah but while they're talking at the cafe she's like looking at it and I she's know like, I'm uncomfortable <laughs> I did like that Mamaru was sitting there with it being like. Yeah, Chibi used to broke this somehow. She wants me to fix it. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. What oh, and he says something about like, does it have like a like a port? Yeah, or something like, he's yes. like, there's no startup port. I can't yeah. plug it in. Where is there's a USB connector? Yeah, now? he's like, where's where does the plug go for your toy? <laughs> That's such an old man. He's thing. Such a, it's a dad thing. That's like a hey. I how do you set up the TiVo? Like yeah. that's that's a dad thing. <laughs> he's such a dad in this whole and, episode. Uh, um and uh and Asanuma overhears this whole conversation yes. and is like that cat is talking. This precious middle oh, schooler yeah. cannot handle life right mm-hmm. now. Uh, <laughs> like, there's just too much going on. Yep. He's just such a super fan and he he's really so sweet. is. He really is. And then Makoto shows up at the mm-hmm. cafe and she's like real sick. Yep. In the manga, it was actually uh uh Unazuki uh Furuhata uh oh my gosh. Motoki's sister. Okay. I was like, what is this? Like, there's a lot of names getting thrown around. <laughs> there's just a lot of Japanese names. Yeah, Motoki's sister, it, like, is the first one to notice that, like, that Makoto is just coughing mm-hmm. and a mess. And is like, girl, you need to go home. Brother, you take her home right now. <laughs> uh, now, I actually, even though I was sad that, like, she wasn't in the other episode that she was supposed to be in, I didn't actually mind that not being in this. <laughs> this is why. Because Asanuma and uh, Motoki look really similar in drawings. They do. Like, if you're just looking at black and white line drawings of them, it's unclear who is who. <laughs> so it took me a while rereading the manga. I was like, which one of them actually escorted her home? Like, was this scene supposed to go down with Motoki? Oh, this is very different. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all kinds of subtext I, now. I just love seeing men characters that are like smaller than big, strong lady characters yeah. that like look up to them. Yeah, so when he calls Jupiter Senpai, oh, so cute. I lost my shit. It was Aww. so cute. It was so great. Uh, and he takes her back to her apartment because she's really sick. Ooh, and on the way, we discover something really cool oh, about yeah. her when she gets sick. She oh, yeah. le- she lets off electrical charges like a so goddamn cool. electric eel. That's cool. This I supports love it. my theory that I like to illustrate in fan fiction, um, which is that like being a sailor senshi and like having these powers, like you're like constantly concentrating yeah. to control your powers because they're like crazy. I agree. I they're agree. Crazy. Think about the fact that like Ami was just noticing what was happening with the water in the yeah. school. Like just offhand. She's like, oh whoop, there's a pipe burst. Right. Yeah. And then I mean and Ray, even though she has fire powers, she's constantly having to combat her psychic yeah, ab- abilities totally. all the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we see that she's electrically charged. They go back to her apartment and they talk about her dead parents and she makes tea. 
And uh, then there's like a, <laughs> she makes she's sick. She's coughing. I know that's and awesome. she's and like she makes thank him you, tea. Thank you for walking me home. Here's some tea that I'm handling with my bare hands that I coughed in. It's real good. <laughs> it's rose tea. Num 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 num. Drink it up. Yeah. <laughs> she also has a lot of plants. Like yeah. she has a lot of plants. Why does she apartment? have so oh, many plants? I I I think, and I might be reading a little too much into this, I think it's the thing that used to confuse me before mm-hmm. I knew the history of why Jupiter has like rose earrings. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's the the idea that uh, in the, the Japanese view, when they think of like what the planet of Jupiter is like, that mm-hmm. it's associated with like flora and fauna uh, and and trees and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that her apartment being full of, I could be reading way too no, much, but no, I think I like think I actually, plants, I think I actually don't think you it's are. Like, it would be like if somebody was from the moon and they were like, I've got a lot of cheese in my house. Yeah. Wink. Like an Amer- American audience would be like, oh, come on. Yeah. Like I think it's like kind of like a, she's got a lot of plants because she's from Jupiter. Get it? Wink. Wink. No. Wink. I think that's legit. That's how you know I'm winking. Uh-huh. That's the magic of radio. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they then there's like a report on the TV about how there's been like lots crop of circles. crop circles and UFO sightings. And I am going to write signs Sailor Moon Crystal crossover fan fiction. Oh Perfect. my god. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Based on this scene. <laughs> like nothing more logical. Yep. <laughs> and uh, so is Makoto just gonna have like half drank uh, water all over the mugs us. of tea everywhere? Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's how it's gonna go down. All right. But then this, like, TV report leads to uh, Makoto and Asanuma having a conversation where he's like, are you an alien? (laughs) Because he's, like, noticed that, like, she's super strong and she has lightning power. Bystanders are smart in Crystal. They are. People notice when weird shit goes down. They totally are. And I also real Like, like, when people are in restaurants talking about apocalypses with cats, people walk by and go, that cat is talking, and also that guy I know is talking about an apocalypse. Yeah. Well, and this is, like, a little bit of a tangent, but, like, why in the 90s anime is Chibiusa staying with Usagi? She does not know at this point that she is Sailor Moon. Oh, then why would yeah. she be there? I don't know. I don't know why By she's there. By the logic of her personality in the 90s, she should be right. staying with Mamoru. Right. Yeah. Or she should have like gotten herself in an orphanage or like a foster yeah. home. Like, yeah. There's no reason she for her to be there. She has literally no motivation to live with Usagi. It's so confusing to me and unnecessary to have her not know. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. who she is yeah Yeah, totally it's unnecessary yep um, but back to what we're actually talking about Uh, signs crystal crossover fan fiction (laughs) or this adorable scene between (laughs) Asanuma and Makoto oh it's so cute well I feel I feel like shoujo bubbles aside I feel like it's if Jimmy Olsen found out Clark Kent was Superman it's like that kind of moment of like what my I love yeah. you in real life and I've loved your persona this whole time didn't know it was your persona though yeah. I'm like you're my hero well, even and I, more and I like that she told him the truth yeah too, she, was she, like, she was yep. like she's like I mean I, I'm a human but I have a very different life path yeah. than you and then they have a tender smooch moment. I, it's so cute it's because he cute. is younger than she is. And so she does this thing where she's like, oh, like you love me. Oh, but you're still a little too young. So forehead. Yep. Mwah. Forehead. Forehead. Sh- yeah. Shoujo bubbles yep. everywhere. Shoujo bubbles everywhere. And then he is running through the rain with his closed umbrella. He's love struck. He can't think to open his umbrella he's, right he's now. He's having a romantic 
uh, flight of fancy. <laughs> Haven't you ever like just been so swept up in your uh, emotions I'll, that you just this is forget also this scene does running through the rain. This scene <laughs> does something that not uh, that is a trope. Like I just the tropes that I love, I will love forever. And one of my favorite tropes is before the kiss happens, when people have the conversation of like. Someday you'll love someone, and then you'll know what it feels like. Someday you'll want to protect someone, and and everyone in the audience is going, "He does, and it's uh, you, and you're right there, you yeah, big idiot." Yeah. And then you discover it, and yeah. it's great. No, it, it's true. This was such a great scene. Um, and then uh, it goes into pets arriving with the droids, which mm-hmm. are terrifying they're grudge monsters they're tiny they're hellraisers they're tiny yeah cinnabites they're yeah. tiny hellraisers <laughs> they're tiny cinnabites uh, no that's I- what no it's no that's what they're called in Hellraiser, they're C E N O B I T I S. Like a bagel bite version of Cinnabon. Uh, yeah, no, I know what you were saying, but my no, brain went to bite-sized no, Cinnabons for no. a minute. <laughs> Clive Barker's so mad at you right now because he definitely I, listens to this podcast. I was he in. Does. A, I was in a terrible production of one of his plays. He hates me for more reasons <laughs> than Cinnabon puns. Uh, if he has reasons. Yes. Uh, so, but what I really loved about this showdown was that there was the scene where we saw the plan of the Black Moon yeah. plan to like replace the population with, with droids. droids. And are they going? All those people get killed, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, literally, what, that's what we can assume. Every droid that looks like a person and is vanishes, off to kill them is yeah. going to kill that person mm-hmm. and replace them, right? Well, because Makoto shows up to try to murder her. Yeah, <sighs> so scary. It was really killer scary. doppelganger. Yeah, oh, so scary. It was so freaking good. But of course, Makoto, even though she's like dying yeah. of mysterious illness, which was also caused by by pets, pets. Yeah. which. Also, again, the, the ongoing saga of not spoiling anything for any of you people, but realizing how many Easter eggs are hidden in the Lunar Chronicle. I need to start reading. I, I went, really? Me too. I went, is this in the manga? And Emma said yes. And I said, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so she defeats her droid. Uh, she transforms into Sailor Jupiter. She uses... <sighs> Transformations forever, please. So good. I love all of them. So good. She uses Flower Hurricane... It's slightly effective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Her transformation is the one that really gets me. Yeah. I don't know why. For me, it's Mercury. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. But like, mm-hmm. for you, it's Mercury. And for me, for some reason, it's Jupiter. I don't know what it is about it. It's great. I it's love. It's just such a good transformation. I, I love her. Um, I just love that she's a tomboy, but she's a badass. She's so yeah. She likes roses and cooks. And- yeah. Yeah, I did. I did write that Makoto kicks the shit out of her droid. Oh yeah, she She throws her through a glass door. She flips it over her shoulder, then throws it through a glass door. That's what I'm saying. And that's before, (laughs) at least, the flipping it over the shoulder is before Mm -hmm. she even transforms. Yeah, yeah. That's just her being her. Yeah, it is. And and I mean, and she defeats her with um, sparkling white pressure, her new attack, which was so bomb. So bomb, but then Pets uses the magic of her dark earrings because that's that's the thing we see in this is that like their dark crystal earrings like are like the source of their power. Yeah, and they mentioned that they get the crystals from like this evil mm-hmm. planet thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's like their it's like their anti silver crystal. Yeah, it's the nega the, silver the, the crystal. Ne- <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the like malevolent dark crystal. Okay, so nega the silver nega crystal. Silver crystal. Thank yeah. you. I'm sure that's what it was called in the deep dub. <laughs> Uh, I also, I would like to point out Mm -hmm. that um, shout out to how strong Jupiter's powers are. Mm -hmm. They 
she's so powerful as a senshi that they had to get her sick ahead of time oh, yeah. to be able basically what that implies is that even with an army of droids mm-hmm. they didn't think pets they could couldn't take her have top they didn't think no. they could top Jupiter's skills wow. without yep. weakening her a lot Nice. She's too badass. Bam! <laughs> what a bamf. Uh, unfortunately, she is sick, so she does get captured. captured. Though Usagi shows up and nukes pets with uh, Moon Princess Halation. Yeah. Uh, because um, everybody gets melted. Yeah. That's they, the way we they do, do things around here. <laughs> this is how we do things around here. They just torched. melt people to death. Uh, in Crystal, it was a little awkward. She did have the, like, fancy moon stick from the end like when it evolved when she was fighting Metallia she had the she had the wrong rod yeah. for this um mm. attack I'm sure they'll fix it in the they'll Blu-rays. fix it on the DS it still looked really cool it did look nice like people were like that's so awkward I'm like yeah I didn't even notice yeah <laughs> there are there are weirder things in this show like and, uh, <laughs> true. and once again it ends with uh, you know, another of the inner senshi being abducted and Usagi Which, screaming out their name in anger. I decided that the episode should end in this arc with the end, uh, um, like handle from the music of Pokemon. Gotta catch them Gotta catch them all. Pokemon. <laughs> it kind of is, though. As they disappear. Just they are. It's just going. The dark movement <laughs> is. Gotta catch them all. Sailor Scouts. There you go. Yep. And then he poops out and everyone goes, no. <laughs> the black... The Black Moon Clan is Team Rocket. Yeah, they really I'm are. Catching I'm, them. They're I'm trying convinced. to catch rare Pokemon. Um, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. I agree. And that's where our story ends. Uh, yeah. Like, Indeed. oh my God. So, no happy ending, fools. No, that's bad like news. We're left in the rain, crying our eyes out, and we're down another person. It's we're down bad. to two senshi. Mm-hmm. And like Chibiusa is having some serious doubts about... Mom. The invincibility of Sailor Moon. Yeah. Mom, Sailor Moon, mm. God, mm-hmm. Mom. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to share with you guys a little trivia about this episode. Okay. okay. Is the- nope. This oh. Is okay. oh. So- <laughs> Damn it. I'll preface this with earlier I texted Kelby and Lola and was like, guys, I have something amazing to share with you. I'm going to wait till we're doing the ah! podcast. Uh, this is not it, but I was just going to share Been a little trivia. All night. So okay. thank you to the various uh, Sailor Moon wikis and Tumblr Sailor Moonpedias and all that. Um, in the Deke dub of the 90s anime episode, well, it was 64 of the Deke, yep. Deke dub, 70, uh, which, uh, yeah, it was, it was 64 and no, 71 was the last one we talked about. Right. Anyway, it was only like episode 50 something in the Deke dub. It was 64 of the actual anime. Yes. Um, so in that, Rini, which was Chibiusa's right. American name, uh, Sang, Such an American name. She sang a song to the tune of uh, This Old Man when she was like walking with Tuxedo oh, Mask yeah. through the streets in the end. And apparently what she sings in the original version is also her like making up new lyrics to a popular child song. Oh. I really struggled to make these lyrics fit when I read it. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Or maybe I don't know the song This Old Man, but I I, I figured it out eventually. It was like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I was like, that's it, isn't it? And this I was like, this, this makes no sense. It's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's it's uh, rain or shine. I'm happiest when I'm with tuxedo mask. That's how it went. Aww. That's gross. 
and also in the deke dub, this was the first appearance of Pooh, like who she was talking to, yes. the pixelated Sailor Pluto. Pluto. And yeah. We haven't who heard was the a, full name right, yet. Right. Who was, of course, later revealed to be Sailor Pluto, but in the deke dub, it was implied that that was Luna. That's just like Luna... What? Of the future? Like future was, Luna? That's the only way I can interpret it. So it was um, like wait. the, you need to stay where you are. Chibi Yusa? Oh Chibi no, I'm Yusa. sorry, Rini. Rini? <laughs> really? Yeah. That confusing. doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. But I mean, we end up meeting Sailor Pluto yeah, oh, yeah, she's in, in, the, it. in the deke dub. Yeah, we sure do. And also, oh, Chibi Yusa shows no indication of recognizing Luna. No! That, no. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Deke dub, come on. <laughs> Get it together. <laughs> Sloppy. <laughs> All right. So what I really wanted to tell you. Okay, thank you. Okay. <laughs> um, killing me. Okay, so what if if we were like super rich, we could get anything we wanted. What is the one thing that we all really want? The American version of Sailor Moon that never aired. So I'm gonna read to you uh just a little passage here. <laughs> and I would like you to guess what it is from. Once upon another time, once upon another place, our solar system was besieged. There were many wars and fierce battles. Wicked Queen Beryl and her evil forces of darkness attacked good people everywhere. She captured the outer planets of Pluto, (gasps) Neptune, Uranus, and Saturn and seized their jewels of power, a.k.a. their sailor crystals. The princess warriors ruled Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and the Earth's moon. To become absolute ruler, Queen Beryl must defeat the princess warriors and obtain the remaining cosmic jewels of power. The royal families of the five inner planets, led by the beautiful Queen Serenity, sovereign of the moon, formed an alliance to defeat Queen Beryl, making the moon their capital. Did you find the script? Yes! No, you didn't! Neighbors think we're killing each other. <laughs> Where did you find that? Here's how I stumbled across it. Oh my it. god! I was really trying to find the Sailor Says scripts. Yeah. And I was like, Sailor Says, American Sailor Moon scripts, blah 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 blah. And then it was like animation voiceover scripts for the uh, American Sailor Moon. I was like, Excuse, I'm sorry, what? Pardon? <laughs> oh, so my. I have all, I have the entire <gasps> script of, of the pilot, just the animation portions. Oh. Okay, but not the, not the live action Yeah, stuff. it was so funny. So apparently when um, the people at Sailor Moon News came across this, uh, it was, the, it's the script just for the voiceover right. um, sessions in 1994, <gasps> May, May 11th, 1994 was when oh, that session was. Um, and uh, they... Yeah, they like wanted to, uh, they read it and they're like, oh, this is probably just for like the intro. And then they're like, no, this is a lot of dialogue. So I have the script of all of <gasps> the animated portions <gasps> of the show. Oh, snap. <laughs> yeah. Oh. This, makes, uh, this makes me want to do that thing My. that I talked to you about I even know. more now. I know. God. Me too. I'm going to start writing yeah, it out. We're going we're gonna to start uh, at some point. I think on the podcast, we should get a, a full cast and have a dramatic reading. <laughs> yes. It makes me, me want to do that documentary thing I talked about. Yeah, guys, uh, our real life goal is to make a documentary about the 
tune maker Sailor Moon that never was. And and hopefully the like by the end of that documentary we find, we'll find it. it. We'll find the actual pilot. I, I would, would even settle if we cannot find the actual pilot, I would settle for uh becoming like a Sundance darling with this documentary and raising the money to <laughs> recreate, recreate it. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yep. there's a there's a dude right now who is doing, uh, you know, so Superman Lives, mm-hmm. which was the Tim Burton yes, Superman. Yes, yes, yes. There's a guy making a documentary about that, and he's trying to. I mean, m- mostly the documentary is finished, but he's trying to raise extra money to do uh, the script, like to do portions of it. So through animation, through stop animation, through live, like whatever. However, anybody wants to recreate mm-hmm. it, he he like wants to do oh. that. <laughs> We we could do that. If we could raise the money to bring, (sighs) if we could find like the live, like get all of it, just find the script for the whole thing and just recreate the whole thing. That would be amazing. Bomb. Guys, I I, I know what we're starting. I know what we're doing. (laughs) (laughs) I will start writing this uh, immediately. I am excited. (laughs) I really want to do this. Slow clap for Emma. Hold on, I gotta be people in the background today. There's only two of us. Woo! I'm clapping for myself. That's okay. Yeah, that was a really that was a really good moment in my day when I discovered that. Oh man. Um. Yeah. So, what better note to end this episode on? Am I right or am I right? You are so right. You are correct, sir. Uh, Lola, how can we find you on the internet? I can be found on Tumblr and on Twitter at at Unwinona, U-N-W-I-N-O-N-A. Anything else you want to talk about? You just oh, finished your, your show at Long I'm Beach so Garage excited. Theater. I get to have a life again. That's very exciting. Um, I'm going to go back to work on my novel that I'm working on Woo-hoo. that hopefully will be done uh, very soon. And I also will most likely- natural lesbian? Yes, Yay! exactly. Code name Supernatural. Yeah, that's not, the, that's not the real name. Uh, and also, I might. Uh, we mentioned it briefly in the episode where I was talking about crossover fanfiction. I might be starting a Tumblr account where I write bizarre fanfiction about like weird mashups of things. Um, I'd read it. I I have a great idea for um, a fanfiction about the boxcar children living in the woods, but the boxcar is haunted by an angry murdered drifter ghost that they have to live with and it's just gonna be a whole story about them having to solve his murder (laughs) so i might be starting the weirdest tumbler of crossover fan fiction you've ever heard of the golden girls might travel with the doctor and the tardis Uh, oh that i would that i would definitely i'd be all right it's gonna be good so keep uh keep your peepers peeled for that yes (laughs) ma'am Kelby, where are you located on the internet? Um, you can find me on Instagram and Tumblr under femininity, one word, like like uh, Spider Man, but minus the hyphen. <laughs> I was gonna go with like share. I, I've already said share. Yeah. I was trying to think of other Prince before you I said that Prince already. Yeah. I said it twice. Uh, there, we're, Gandhi. We're, no, because Mahatma Gandhi. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're just lacking in single-named artists these days. Yep. I've already said Madonna. For, no, Pharrell Williams. Darn it. Damn. <laughs> Fergie. Done. There you go. One <laughs> word like Fergie. Boom, like Fergie. <laughs> uh, but on Twitter, you can find me at Real Feminerdity, as in the genuine article for realties. Because she is the genuine article. I am. Anything else you want to talk about um uh, i'm about to start working on a play i'm not performing i'm, I'm on the costume crew 
Great. So when that goes up, you can come and see my handiwork, probably. And cool. point at it. And, Comment. Yeah, and, and be like, ooh, them wigs, they look nice. Look at that <laughs> wig! Looks great! That wig makes this show good. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's what I hope. You will be kicked out, but it'll make Kelby feel <laughs> <laughs> It'll make Kelby feel but great, in the, though. But backstage, I'll be like, oh, that was, that was <laughs> people me. like me. Yeah. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at Emma Fife. I'm also on Instagram at Emma Fife, Pinterest, Facebook. All the Emma Fifes you see are... There's a 98% chance it's me. Um, uh, uh, the other two are droids. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, my I, God. I haven't kicked the shit out of them and thrown them through a sliding they're door They're Hellraiser droids, <laughs> and they're coming for you. Yet. <laughs> uh, you can also uh, watch me or listen to me on AfterBuzzTV.com. I currently do two shows there. Uh, the Face Off wrap-up show for the sci-fi television series Face Off. Uh, not the Nicolas Cage movie. Not the Nicolas Cage movie. <laughs> that uh, would be amazing. That would be amazing. <laughs> I don't know how you would feel weeks of shows. There's a po- there is a podcast where they watch the same horrible movie over and over and over again and talk about it. Nice. I forget the name of it. I forget who does it, but that's what they do. It's the same film every time. That sounds like that's torture. So weird. And they talk about different stuff every time. All right. <laughs> uh, that is on Thursdays uh, and then on Sundays I also do the After Buzz show for the new Transformers series Transformers Robots in Disguise we're so close to having it's, Will Friedel I can feel it I can feel it yeah and it, it, it's, a, it's a lot of fun and uh, those you can find on youtube.com slash After TV you can also find those on uh, iTunes as well. Uh, you should find this podcast on iTunes and subscribe to us. Say what? You should. If you're subscribed to us on iTunes, then when we put in new episodes, you get the new episodes right away and you don't have to wait for them to show up in the iTunes oh, store. Oh, you're yeah. like a rock star instead of a peasant. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> you're like in a secret club. Uh, yeah. And you should also follow us on Twitter at LNJPod. That's letter L as in love, letter N encompassing the entire word and that's N as in Nancy and J as in Justice Pod. P-O-D is in the first part of podcast. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook. It, our Facebook is a really happy place. We've I think had, so. We have a lot of really positive fan interactions, both on Facebook and on Twitter. And thank you so much for that, guys. God, you guys are you guys are just like a hug. You're like a human hug yeah. mm-hmm. in person form. Yeah. And um, thank you to everybody, too, that has been. Uh, Kelby posted on our Facebook page a link to an NPR survey where they're basically asking people to like recommend podcasts and I know we've had some fans um, recommend us and they're like oh we gave you glowing reviews (gasps) thanks guys yeah so thank you thank you so much thanks babes Um, the link is still on the Facebook I don't know if they're still accepting stuff but if you want to cruise but if it is check it out Um, and uh, and and tell please say nice things about us (laughs) (laughs) we would like that and uh, yeah and and, you know if you're over on iTunes and you want to give us a little written review we appreciate that too that we are officially ready it on iTunes now. So. Oh, that means we're real. Yeah. Five stars because all of our reviews are five stars. <laughs> That's because we're just so good. We're the best. Great job, uh, guys. Yeah. Uh, and you guys really are the best and you're what, true. you're what gives us the fuel to keep this podcast going. Mm-hmm. So we thank you guys so, so much. Uh, hopefully we saw some of you at WonderCon. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. I'm, ju- I'm just going to preemptively say that we saw all of you yeah. and we had a dance party yes. <laughs> and had snacks and exchanged presents. Yes. I mean, if you get a picture with us at, at WonderCon, like if you, if yeah. you, I mean, cause this is, this is going to come out after WonderCon, but if we like took a picture together since we're on Instagram, yeah. like feel free to tag us in yeah. it and we'll give you a we, shout out. We want, we want stuff. to see that. We want to talk to you guys. Like yeah. this is amazing. Talk 
talk to me. <laughs> Don't leave. <laughs> whoa, too much? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'll dial it back. Whoa, at least wait till the second date. <laughs> So thanks again so much for all of your support and for tuning in every week, guys. And we will invade your ears via the powers of the internet again very soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.